Hello everybody. It's Tuesday, so it must be Saints Radio Day. And we're really happy to be able to reach out to you. And we pray that the blessing of the Lord has been rich for your life and that you have been enjoying his presence. Um, I want to just say a word on, on our behalf to Robin, who has uh, faithfully served the uh, facilitating of this broadcast over the years. She's on call today, and um, even though she's had some treatments to yesterday and today, she is in place, and that that's such a blessing to all of us, and we just want to speak out a word of thanks and a word of blessing to her that the Lord would powerfully touch her uh, in in every way today and perhaps uh, we can all be agreement that what she has been battling over the past number of months would soon come to a complete end of victory Amen and so we speak that blessing and word of thanks today. And I know we don't normally begin a broadcast in this way, but I just felt <clears throat> the Lord leading in that way. We're also very blessed to have Monica back from a very eventful journey to the West. She has brought our, uh, our little companion Scarlet here who is giving me a manicure right now and uh, so all is well here in the booth all is well it's good to be home I, I, I kind of marvel at the fact that I think this is my fourth twi twip my fourth twip <laughs> my fourth Wabbits. journey to the west in about six weeks so I was, as I was saying goodbye to all of our Elishas there, they said, when are you coming back? And I said, well, it looks like I'm kind of on a pattern, so <laughs> I guess I'll look at November. But that's probably not going to happen, but it's been, a, it's been a blessing to be able to, to watch them grow. And they gra four of them graduated, actually. Noah included this past weekend, but it was actually a year and a half ago. It was the 2020, May of 2020 graduation, which they have rescheduled and postponed four different times. Mm. And finally, the, it actually happened on Saturday. And it was, it was very moving. Uh, so much of the dialogue from Dr. Beebe, who's the president of that school, to the students that spoke, you know, different people that spoke, that talked about how this class was really the class that had endured so much over the, f the four years that they were there. And they, they reflected on the last four years, or actually it's five years at this point, but of their, their time there at, at, in Santa Barbara at Westmont and... You know, I really hadn't, it's not that I'd forgotten, but they talked a lot about just how you respond to things that are uncertain because they endured multiple fires. They had fires that came as close as a half a mile from the campus. They had major mudslide that was devastating. They had people from the college that had been killed through that mudslide. They were evacuated suddenly a multitude of different times from the fires, from the mudslides. The whole town was enclosed in mud when they had to shut the, the surrounding highways down because of, of that. And then COVID. <laughs> and lockdown and the school shutting down on more than one occasion because of that and so it was really good to hear 
how they talked about just walking with the Lord and how you do face uncertain things and trials and calamity and things like that and and they really affirmed them in the way that they handled it so there was this one young lady from Rwanda who spoke and she talked about how the international they have a lot of international students but how the international students were there and through so many of these things they couldn't just hop on a plane and go home they didn't have the money plus it was impossible with the lockdowns with covid and all of that and she just talked about how you know they talked a lot about community and about how people rose up and made a place for them and but i guess the bottom line in all of it is that we do live in a day of uncertainty whether it be national disasters or calamities or earthquakes weather whatever pandemics <laughs> that we remain at rest in peace in him and know that I mean, I don't think I've I've heard Psalm 91 quoted more than I have in the last couple of years. So anyway, it was it was a sweet blessing to be there and to celebrate them, and finally, and then to see that so many of them are pursuing the Lord and what He has for them. They're starting to separate. One of them, or one couple that just got engaged, they're about to move to Brazil. Another couple that just got engaged are about to move to Costa Rica. Um, so just to see that community of strong, strong young men and women of the Lord that I've had such a blessing of be a part of their, the foundation of their walk, to see them, the Lord send them forth, but to also know that there will be a continuation of, of connection and the desire for that is very strong so I mean this um, one young couple that's about to move to Brazil we had just such wonderful conversations and I talked to them about connecting them with Pastor Luciano and um, I don't know it's just exciting how the Lord's just knitting this web together of of his saints so happy about that so they're they're going to Brazil they're going to Sao Paulo or they are going to spend time in Sao Paulo, but his family is Brazilian, and they live more in the northern part of Brazil, and so they're really not sure where the Lord's going to send them. Um, they're just asking him to give them direction, mm -hmm. but they know that they know that they know that they're supposed to. They just got married. I, that's the second wedding that I went to in San Clemente. They know that they're called to there for this next season in their life so and they're so excited for that so yeah well that's wonderful we'll see. that's wonderful we'll see uh, speaking of brazil uh, i our past couple of weeks we've been somewhat limited in what we've been able to do because as you all know we've been praying for little baby sarah and i got word yesterday into today that next week we are back on track with the things we were doing so we just rejoice that Sarah is doing well and um, that's really an answer to prayer for that family and that church and it's really odd you know how you know you think Whenever an attack like that comes, um, we as believers, we want to just take authority over the attack and make it go away. And um, God does that on so many occasions. But then there are times when we stand and we overcome. I mean, it's through God's power, but it's not not always an immediacy in the way things play out in the natural and then you know there are times that those types of assignments come 
on the on the borderline of moving into the new you know the enemy coming in one way before he has to flee in seven and quite often those types of tactics uh, are successful in deterring the momentum of going forward into the new and um, all of that being said I I do believe that as God has been prophesying for the past two years we're transitioning and it's a big it's a big transition in the timetable of God and um, that that type of an atmosphere is is really uh, multi-dimensional and it can it can feel if you're not focused on purpose um, hope that hope in the Lord being the anchor of your soul you could get worn out or deceived or discouraged or all of the above and um, it's it's really an odd it's an odd test uh, and, I, and I especially going into the time of the end I mean we we're 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 there we're seeing we're seeing things happen which are monumental we're seeing a shift geopolitically we're seeing philosophy change even the identity of Americans uh, and and I I'm just speaking from America uh, I on the one hand it's alarming and on the other hand you recognize that God is in control and whatever we've done as saints has served the kingdom to this measure of of God's timetable changing and so now we're kind of in a moment of, of waiting um, while things are, are happening and manifesting and so um, you just you just see things you talked about this generation of graduates and all of the things they had to endure from mudslides to fire to plus being being out there in that really bizarre atmosphere spiritually which we all know that area of our nation to be um, that's part of this you know if God's training a generation to move into this time frame that he's preparing you know they don't just arrive on the good ship lollipop you know they've had to go through things and um, it's it's almost as if they were born into that environment mm -hmm. and so and too to add to that just the whole media the whole oh. power you know the power in the media and the fact that these kids I mean they were basically born with an iPhone in their hand mm -hmm. I mean our kids I mean they have never known a day where there was not smartphones um, social media it's just what it's, it's so you know you really date yourself when you start saying wow I didn't have a laptop when I was in college <laughs> we, didn't even know what that we didn't have a desktop when we were in college they had like mainframe computers I remember my computer class was like oh programming or something yeah something like DOS that and, yeah exactly so I didn't mean to interrupt you but no, no, no. you add that to just all the other dynamics but this is why it's just so important I think that and we had this conversation over the weekend several times about um, just the generations running together and working hand in hand and and I just love their hearts to embrace that but also recognizing my heart to learn from them because they are so resilient and it's just it's really such a beautiful way that God is I think uh, just equipping us in tandem 
and I don't even think we've we've scratched the surface yet. I think that this whole Elijah Elisha thing is. I mean, we're just in the beginning phases of this. But one of the things I do want to say is that something that I'm very thankful for is we know that through through all that you know, you talk about the shift and just the the tension that is coming with the disputing of the validity of the word. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that you know, I don't hear other churches very often, but going to church with them at their church, which is predominantly younger people, it is a constant reminder to those kids about the validity of the Word of God. I mean, it's being addressed. This whole progressive movement is being addressed in the church where they are, um, which is predominant, like I said, younger people. And then, I mean, I continuously hear that. And so then we are able to have these conversations. And and one of the things that that came out in our conversation, which I, I guess I just never, this never really hit me, but was in the garden when the enemy said, have God said. And I know we've talked about that, but... He's so shady. <laughs> because really, to me, that was the beginning of let me dispute the validity of God's word. Let me put this little bit of doubt in your thinking that what God has said is really what is truth. And so I, I know that this is a huge attack against the church, and I know this is a, just the strategy of the enemy. But I can also tell you that never, I think, in our walk as saints have I felt the gravity of his word. I mean, I just feel the gravity of his word in every part of my being. And I know that that's the Lord, and I know that that's a huge part of just his spirit Um you, know, you talk about faith, you talk about hope, you talk about just the resilience and the persistence and what faith really is, where you're just, you persistently and you, you know, you don't budge on what you believe. And, and I just feel that, this, I feel the Spirit solidifying that in us in, in, in ways that only He can do that. And I think that a big part of that, and I may not even be making sense, but I feel like a big part of that is to empower and anoint our intercession on, on behalf of this battle. Does that make sense? So, you know, God does things in only ways God can do. And I've just come to the real, reality that he wants, he wants to empower, you, empower us in every single little thing that we walk through um, in his way, by his spirit. And and as we surrender to that and as we allow him to use us in that and his spirit to flow through us in our intercession then we will be victorious we will triumph at every stage at every season and i'm just so thankful i'm so thankful to the lord and his spirit and it's just interesting yeah, it very it very much is, and you know we we talked about the progressive measures more from a standpoint of them. Their premise is that the word of God is not complete, um, that it's it's error filled, that it do, it does not stand alone as the the only voice the true voice of truth um but then on the other hand you have something that we've really not i've focused on it but i've not really taught on it and that is um that so many that are trying to take the church into a demonic partnership a a more clear demonic partnership they take the scriptures, particularly the Old Testament, 
and they try to delve into it and come up with themes that are really empowering a demonic partnership in in a lot of different ways and they do so from a from a highly um, I, I hate to use this term again a kind of a, an academic academic um, flow pattern um, and it's it's designed to use the scripture to lead into demonic doctrines and partnerships with the demonic open partnership with the demonic but in other terms so you you have you have those that as you were saying um, in the progressive flow that are trying to eliminate the word but mis miscasting certain parts of the word which is kind of a weird thing i mean either it's wrong totally or it's not wrong at all but they they want to have it both ways mm -hmm. they'll twist a scripture but at the same time they'll say that it's not complete mm -hmm. then on the other hand you've got this demonic part open it's all demonic but this open demonic partnership that tries to use the scripture um, to make the enemy more I don't want to say accessible but legally accessible and it's so strange but it's all it all flows off of the scripture it's it's really bizarre all flows off of the scripture and so you know it, it it's it's really perplexing for for us because this whole not not the scripture but that's not ever perplexing but we've been kind of put on hold as far as travel and, and various things you know I was talking to Luke and Sylvie and they're saying that the latest out of Macron's government there in France is that people are going to have to have a, a what we would classify as a travel passport through July now of next year and if you don't have it you're not you're not going anywhere and that's the limits on groups and things which if that doesn't change that really you know we normally would have our annual national gathering sometime in May or June and um, so but I guess what I'm saying is that we've been really hindered in travel and I was praying about this this morning and I was reminded of you know we had a we had a gathering when the COVID thing came down and we had folks that were here and and um, and then we got them out as quickly as we could because there were shutdowns happening we wanted them to be able to get back home but we did a Saturday TTT prayer and I remember my encounter I was reminded of my encounter where I felt like I was in the, I was in the balcony but I was sitting at the front part of what we would recognize to be the the throne area where the where the uh, the right hand of the father is but just immediately in front of that and I was sitting there seemingly on a step and it was like I was waiting I was just looking out just waiting it wasn't any turmoil there wasn't any battle there wasn't any swinging of swords and and I thought you know this is a peaceful place but I was really waiting for I guess the timing of the father and I had and I commented on it in my in my reporting of that that I'd never felt that there before you know because we were always when God would lead us into that place there were always assignments or there were things that we were interceding about but this business of sitting there in peace at the right hand looking out over 
the events that were transpiring, that was kind of a it was kind of uncomfortable, but it was the Lord. And then of course we had this this shutdown and but it's commensurate with this period of trans this really open period of transition. Um and I you know, I was thinking about that. I think we as saints really need to assess the fact that God has brought us to this place and we need to really spend time with him in confidence because again this 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 place of transition elicits all kinds of thoughts well you know you you're just you're sidelined. You must have done something wrong. You must have missed a turn. You must have you better do something. That that's just one frame. Um but I think this is gonna be changing very soon. And I think that really necessitates us to burrow in and 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 pray. You know, you saw kids that were graduating and they're getting ready to go. That's that's great, but they're they've not gone yet. They they've been whatever degree you can be prepared at college. <laughs> um, they're they're ready to go. Well, we are in that pattern. We may not say, "Oh yeah, well I'm getting married. I'm moving to Costa Rica." We may not have that in front of us. Thank goodness, but. Um, I I do think that if we were to really know tangibly what the Father is going to be requiring of us, we would recognize that the steps are ordered of the Lord, and we're going to be moving moving out in certain ways. But this this time of waiting is really an odd it's an odd feeling. But it's a it's a God feeling. So um. it's kind of it's it's because I mean I totally agree, and and I I know that the Lord has given us because I know both of us. I mean we're terribly homesick for the nations that God has connected us with. And I know my heart aches regularly for just for the fellowship of the saints throughout, you know, throughout the different nations. But at the same time, the Lord has been so faithful to to give us a measure of, of rest in the midst of it. And when I say rest, I'm not saying we take a bunch of naps. I'm saying just dwelling in his breath and um, knowing that in the midst of that breath, he's going to send us out from that place. But but I also very strongly sense, especially with this COVID situation and the vaccine passports, because, I mean, every single day I, it seems like I read something about either an airline is requiring it or a nation is requiring it to come in or come out. You can't go in without a negative COVID test. You can't come out without a negative COVID test. When you go in, you have to quarantine for 12 days. You know, all of these complications that that the enemy has thrown at us to try to, I guess, keep us grounded. But, I mean, I sense the battle for freedom, for just our, our freedom to be able to, to go and minister to him and to minister with with the saints and and so you know it just this is why i guess praying in the spirit and just our hearts just fully lifting up prayer according to his perfect and divine will and timing but i also still stand fully on the belief that when he said, I am anointing you with what Issachar had, 
you know, to know what Israel ought to do. He is, he's very clearly going to show us, even in the midst of the trial and the, the roadblocks, how to go forward and take dominion of the places where he's, he's calling us to, to play, plant our feet. So it's so important that where we are, that we commit ourselves to intercession because the battle is still very much raging. And I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and it's, um, it's, it's interesting, too, that, you know, last week the Lord put it on our hearts to, to recall and to remember things that he had promised and aspects of uh, the, the various things that he has put around us in the terio where we've been assigned and I I believe that I, I think he one of the main things of that was just to remind us so that we could say Lord you've you've not changed anything it's it's all of the promise and all the things that your cross purchased is still here and um, what you what you spoke what you prophesied may not transpire in the way our mind interpreted it would but but all those words are yes and amen and they're they're going to be fulfilled and I think that in this time frame was of note as well. And I remember back to, well, for many, many years, but at least three years ago, we felt the Lord kept saying that he was going to open up Eastern Europe, that there were people that were praying we even had some hits over the years where people were listening to broadcasts from the Saints Network. <clears throat> and if, you, if you've been paying attention at all in the past few years, you've got the nations of Poland and Czechoslovakia and even to some degree Romania where you encountered some of the young people that were from there while in the ministries in Switzerland. But all of those countries are being branded now as backward and racist and, you know, different types of phobes because they're wanting to stand on behalf of what they believe are Christian values and they don't want the people from Brussels telling them, you have to do this and you have to do that. And... And I'm wondering about what the Lord has said in the past and caused us to be praying about. Um, I, I really, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, we could probably go right now into either Poland or Czechoslovakia. And, but God hasn't obviously opened the door, and we always have to have that his door opened but um, it's really those are battleground nations and I I don't know what all the Lord has in store but I know that they're stirring there and I know that we felt we felt the burden to pray for many years for that area and so here you are um, so there, there's a lot of things happening um, and we just are very grateful to be able to pray and to join our hearts with you in prayer because that you know that's really that's how the Lord birthed us it's what he called us to be <laughs> it's just so funny that I think back to when we first started onto this this pathway toward being saints and sons the thing God gave us was a hunger to spend time with him and diversities of tongues tools seers giftings 
to be able to communicate and serve him. That's what he gave us. And uh, those, those things are still powerful. We cannot become lukewarm in them. We cannot lay them down. And we, we cannot think that somehow now that God is giving su- superior types of gifts because there can't really be anything superior to speaking to God the Father on behalf of his purpose and partnering with him in grace as intercessors. That's what he looks for. There's nothing superior. And so we can't lay that down. We have to continue to trust. As the enemy will say, well, you know, you've prayed for 20 years now. You've seen some things, but... Really, what good is it doing you now? Look where you are. You know, see, these, the enemy is just relentless nowadays. And it goes back to what you referenced, you know, has God said. You know, he, the essence, yes, it was about his word. But it was also about what's your assignment? And why do you have this assignment? God is obviously holding out on you. And, and that's that's the tactic of that latter demonic grouping that basically says that our interpretation of the scripture is man's attempt to keep us from really knowing the true God or gods. And there's a really widespread move of that, very aggressive move right now so if there was ever a time where we needed to continue to pray it's during this peculiar moment yeah I had a strange dream well the many strange dreams that I have but I had one going into Sunday morning and I won't I won't bore you with all the details of it but I came into what I know to be a place in the general church, some place that I really gained a beginning in here in Dallas, and the place was full. Um, and I came into the place, I f- the, there was the group of ministry, the people who sing, the people, they'd had their prayer time, and I was waiting outside the door of that, and I had this little Indian guy that was with me. Not not American Indian, but Indian, Indian, India Indian. And we followed these people into this church. And I was supposed to be sitting with this little man um, in a place which was right up toward the front. And it was, it was like an amphitheater. And I knew it represented Dallas. But when I looked down to where I was supposed to be sitting, the chair, the chairs were like two inches tall. And I thought, this chair is too small. I can't, I can't, who could sit in that? Might as well just do the old Indian style on the, on the floor. And so I stood there, I looked over at this guy who was with me and and I just kind of lifted my hands and looked down and looked up and he just smiled and uh, so I turned and faced the platform and I thought this is I thought in the dream this is bizarre I, I, <laughs> I what am I supposed to do and then the dream ended but it was it was one of those dreams that I knew was of the Lord and I, I think that I think, to me, that the church has been moving forward, and I, I don't think the saints, this sounds prideful, and it's, it's not intended from that, but the saints don't realize the, the, what God has given to the saints, and I'm not saying this very well, but 
I, th I think that we need to really treasure what God has given and recognize that at some point he's going to ignite some things that are going to give entrance into places where we knew we were to be apostles and it's it's we've got to recognize how how to sit in those smaller chairs I, I don't really know how best to say that so I felt frustrated at the time I recognized I don't fit in here but it was so pronouncedly small. So anyway. So God had called you there to to speak into them to lift them into a higher place. That I don't know. I would assume. And I think about you know you think about a chair. I think about first thing I think about is you know we're justified. And we're seated in heavenly places. And it's just so sad to me that so many people, you know, they they accept the Lord and and yet they don't take that next step where they're they step into that place of justification where we truly are positioned and seated in that place. And it's not for us to criticize them. It's, it's for us to pray into them and to, you know, we talked about the shepherds recently. Just pray that God gets a hold of those that he's called to, to lead these people into a higher place. And I think so much of, of your calling as an apostle, and, and this even been prophesied about, you know, speaking back into the denomination for which you reference at the beginning of the dream to call them forth and bring the truth. Yeah. But it's... Well, then I thought, you know, we've got a decrease. Yeah. And I thought, how do we do that? I mean, I, that's always been a challenge, and you know this because you face it too. I know, but... I was going to say this before you launched into your dream because you were talking about praying in the spirit and the things that God's given for us to really equip us for where we're going. And, you know, I was thinking about this year and this, this year of the prophet. And for all of us that live a prophetic lifestyle, that have given ourselves over to that, that prophetic lifestyle, there's not been a year like this where I have felt so pruned and so decreased and I know it's for a greater purpose I know it's 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 to be that voice you know to hear the still small voice to hear what the spirit is saying to the churches in these last days and so it's interesting it's really interesting well, it, it's these are unique days for all of us, and uh, we're we're very grateful to be a part of this calling of being saints, along with each of you. And um, you know, I I started looking at different passages of scripture, of course, and of course i i look to that isaiah 28 passage where it speaks about the bed being too short almost like uh goldilocks and the three bears um but this wasn't a bed this was a chair but i did find some other interesting things in that passage that i think i think i might share tomorrow on wednesday night live but that's, that's the beauty, again, of the Word of God, because as many times as we've looked through those passages, there are still things now that God did not highlight way back when, but now He chooses to ignite them, and they have meaning to us now when they probably would not have had meaning to us back then. 
so we'll see we'll see what happens and um, for those of you who are just hearing this Scarlett has found her place of rest of rest she's demonstrating the restful position thank which, goodness which shows that my voice still has that powerful effect on people oh, she is she is stretched out here she's cleaned both of my hands and my wrists and now she's worn out from that process and this old girl is just resting here um, we uh, we've also been praying for various outposts of the saints around the world we haven't had a concerted assigned measure of prayer but we've certainly mentioned that we need to be praying as God lifts folks up and so if you've not been doing that please be sensitive to pray that not only will we here in this unique group of people that join together every week online there are many nations that uh, that God is preparing too. you know yesterday I mentioned about Brazil um, we're going to get back in motion but one of the things that Yowali said was that Pastor Abilio who I call Ricky Ricardo who is over a a group of pastors a large group of pastors uh, you know I've been doing a week by week different word of teaching and exhortation for them that Anna then um, translates or does a feeder on the bottom in Brazil in Portuguese but anyway he is officially now making a request to join the Saints Network and he he um, he wants to affiliate officially as a Saints Network church and to bring that entire group of pastors in you remember he was the one that was organizing that group at the convention center that we were going to be taking a team in to speak to all of their churches at once the message and then not only the Manaus trip but but that trip that was supposed to have been occurring in October that was suspended but in the min in the meantime God has still been working on his heart. I think that's just a wonderful thing, and I know you do too. So we need to be praying for these nations because God's doing a work in them too right now. Um, it's just all, it's also, this is just different. You know, it's just so different than what we've been used to. But I think I, 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 I know that God's in control and I think we need to adjust our thoughts toward that end because my you know my mind just keeps probing for you know what do we need to do now but what do we need to do next how do we need to aggressively go forward in in obedience to you that's that's the way we've lived for a long time now I don't want to just we don't want to just do things just to do them because you're spinning your wheels and that what's the benefit of that really it tears up the road it wastes your fuel wastes your momentum and especially if you're if you're doing it in conjunction with things that the word the God has given us from the word if you expel them out in things that perhaps are not his timing or his mode then you probably don't have the hunger to to reinvest that into the thing that God really wants you know what I mean yeah totally so these are good things I mean this isn't a mea culpa these are good things and I suspect that we're all feeling them to some degree or another um 
But you know, I, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, it's so strange. Um, God, God is so good to us that He allows us to work through these things. Because he could just as easily tell us, which is what I want him to do. Why don't you just tell me the movie you want to see? He could just easily lay it all out there and just forth-telling, you know, foretelling. Let us know. But, but he doesn't do that because it's a walk of faith. And faith means you are at the throne and you're waiting on God and he's processing these things in your spirit. That's just the way he chose to do it. Anyway. Well, anything further you want to say? Well, there's there's a lot of different directions we could take this conversation. I'm just I'm very thankful even in the midst of it that he he's allowed us to really probe creatively different ways to reach out and to stay connected. You know, we connect regularly with um, the the French saints, the leadership, whether it's through teaching or um, just gathering for discussion, and 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 I do know that that there's more that he wants us to really reach towards in way of reaching out through the equipment that he's provided. For I mean that was that that in itself has been a miracle, the fact that he provided the way that he did. Mm-hmm. for this equipment and um, and two you know I think about because you, you do you process like why and and then from the why I think every one of us wants to to serve the Lord the most effective way that we can where we are if this is where he has us you know if, if you're grounded in France or if you're grounded in Brazil or you know and you're not able to move about or in the US in Florida or anywhere how does he want to use us where we are in this moment the most effectively and of course we know that's through intercession but there's a multitude of other ways and and I think um, I think it's been really good for the 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 post that he has established throughout the Saints Network throughout the world throughout our country that intercession and and praise has been established in the homes and in different places i think there's so many in fact maybe we should have just a moment where we just reflected on all the good things that he has done throughout this last season and really just celebrate those things in this month of of really of feasting and um and really you know lay hold of what he's established through it because it's from this place he's going to launch us forth and we're going to be different it's going to be different it's not going to be like it was and i mean some things never change he never changes but he i don't know about you but in a lot of ways i feel like i am in this process of being transformed my mind my i mean everything about me through the things that I have walked through in this season and that's just the goodness of God and yeah so it's good (laughs) but I do think that there's more I think that there's more that he has for us to to really probe from this communication center and and I just, every single day, I speak into that, and I pray, and I ask him for his creative thought as to how that's supposed to be and what that's supposed to look like, and really for a heart, a commitment in my own heart to see it see it happen. Because it takes laborers. 
and and it just does i mean you think this is this is easy we come in we pray we come up here we turn the equipment on and then we just let the spirit speak but you know you start getting into multiple teachings and multiple nations and and i know for instance we're doing this series with the people of France uh, right now on revelatory prayer, and, and Vicky's been doing that, and this is the second season of that. And then after that, they've asked to have some sessions on how to study the Word and how to go through a Word study and prepare a teaching. I love that because for years we've believed that they are teacher-seers, and they have this message so ingrained in their spirits and in their hearts to prepare them to actually teach is to me a miracle. It's, and it's the timing of the Lord. And so you begin to equip them to take this message out in their own nation. And so God's doing some amazing things. Right. And just the way that week to week, you know, the, the Brazilian people are being equipped with the word and, and that's preparing them to be a voice and to carry this message forth because you and I and our small team or our even our small body even the the remnant of this network here in the in the US we can't do it all it's it's got a it's got a well you know what i'm saying <laughs> so it's exciting to me what he's doing but i do know there's more and so we all need to really be in prayer that God would give us just that spirit of creativity and discipline and desire to do the work because it's the work and yeah so yeah I mean I I think that um, that seems to be a, a theme for this week and pray that God will inspire each of you and that he will encourage you and that a door would be open for you to come into a, a really precious place of commune with him and that you would not miss that moment. We all need more of him. He, he, well, we just need him, not just more of him. But there's something that God wants to do in each of our lives that is beyond what he has led us to to this point. So don't miss that moment of connecting with him. So we are now pressing up against the hour. Anything further you want to say? Mm. I would ask Scarlett, but she's still having dream ministry right now. And Yeah, she's pretty exhausted. She spent the last five days with her cousins who are bigger than her. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing though about Scarlett. You know, she's she always thinks that she's as big as all the other dogs. Well, she lives with big dogs, and she it's funny. She gets run over. I watch her get run over constantly. I'll open the door to let them out, and she's the first one at the door, and they both will just trample over her to run out. And she's just so humble and just... But she's still the alpha dog. <laughs> she's still... She's still... The queen. Uh, she heard that. And here she is. She's up now. <laughs> She, she she acknowledged the fact that her queenship was a, was being uh, proclaimed. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And we pray that this time has been, in some ways, an encouragement to you. Um, we pray that you will... Okay, hold on. I got to let Scarlett go down. We pray that you will be blessed... And we'll look forward to being able to reach out to you this coming Wednesday, which is tomorrow. Uh, may God bless you until that time, and thank you again for tuning in.
Goodbye.